Welcome to Level Limit Radio with players 1, 2, 3, and 4. Today's topic is E3. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the first ever podcast. E3. More like E P. Aha. I didn't. I did. Don't get that. But I'm dumb. That's okay. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the very first level limit radio. Let's see how far, how long we can keep this up for. Are we are we doing introductions? Do, do we need the introductions for the people at home? For the for the people that's listening to the, the podcast. To the vast I think, audience. I, I think I think most of everybody like who's probably going to be like at least what like listening to the first first um, first podcast is probably going to. Uh, know who everybody is, but uh, I will say, uh, but it wouldn't hurt to make an introduction from player one down to four. So, so this British voice here that you're listening to right now, uh, it's Mr. Calabazel, and uh, I'm from Level Limit TV. Oh, 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 oh there's a pause. This, this, That's this it. is player two. Oh, this yeah. is player two. I, I, I'd be player two. I, I'd be not happy robot. You may call me happy a robot or just. Shit for Brit- No, don't call me that. <laughs> you got player three? Cough. Cough. I don't know. I'm the one running the show, so if something fucks up, blame me. No, actually, blame Tim. He's the owner. He's one. He's part one of two Europeans. <laughs> so, well, te- technically, for now. Chris. Technically, for now. Te- technically, Chris, we're, we're all Europeans here. <laughs> for now. For now. Game. That's a sore subject. Well, that only leaves me as player four. I'm Chris Sell. I just recently started streaming, and I Stop hope around. you'll bear with my stupidity. He's also part Russian, but he's not part Russian. That is Dimitri, but he's not here today. He can be part Russian. So that's that's for the introductions. Uh, what what game are we talking about first? Let's just run down the list, I guess. So uh, we'll start on yours then. Far Cry Five. No, no, start the list, but actually go like EA. You. I think... <sighs> let's start with the one. Let's start with the ones that we've we've already got. I've right seen here. Far Cry Five, so let me talk about that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Far Cry Five, so try and sell me Far Cry Five. You're you're, to the wrong person. <laughs> you're in uh, you're in uh, the middle of the United States. What was it? They must say it begins with M. I can't remember. Mass, uh, Mississippi? No. Missouri? Mass- yeah. Or Massachusetts. One of them. It was like anyway. M word. Yeah. He knows anyway. his facts. Go on. You're in... <clears throat> yeah, you're in an American... thingy. State. There you go. And basically, you're fighting with uh, the armed... Uh, guns for hire, pretty much. And you're trying to take down this evil Christian cult. Just, just to, just to, like, it's, it's great. Okay, so it's a Christian cult, right? Yep. But it's also staged in America. Yep. You have planes. How much, how much potential backlash, or how, how much um, propaganda uh, is this potentially going to bring up? Because, like. 
I was thinking about it and that's that's kind of like all I heard and then I was talking to a, a friend about it and they were like like it's it's America and it's it's um religion and like it's supposed to be like modern day oh, modern day kind of. ish it's Christianity yeah. it's fine <laughs> um, don't give a shit about you, it you, you'll you'll hear you'll hear some kind of complaints about it but realistically you... speaking it's set in America and it's Christianity so all all bets are off to be honest you can you can do what you like I just found it it's Hope County in Montana Montana there we go and it's the only state that nobody mentioned. <laughs> it's an anti-government militant group, so, yeah. yeah. I do have to say I'm partly to blame for that, because when I went to the United States, they probably were really angry at me, and that's why they decided to put Christians in the game. Oh, dear. Yeah, but it's made... Lol. Is it, isn't it made by uh, Ubisoft Montreal or Ubisoft uh, Quebec? Not Quebec. I mean, it's it's Some... it's got a lot of hype. It, it's number Sounds twelve like currently uh, on on a on the GameSpot hype list, and it, it's it's next year February that it's supposed to be coming out, and it has it's like, it's gonna get to pushed lot, back. Like honest. compared to their um, ser- like the search engines and stuff, and how much people are like looking into it, and the last or well, since it's been announced last couple of days, like it's got a crap ton of like people searching and, and hype and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty high. The highest it got to was like the top ten. Uh, so to be frank, to the Far Cry Five setting appeals more to me than the Far Cry Four, by far. I love three, four was kind of meh slash okay, but this I can really get behind too. Well, the reason for you think the storyline is gonna be better. It's you, you, but to be honest, Ubisoft sort of been okay with the Far Cry storyline. The main thing is that like Far Cry One was different, Far Cry Two was different, Far Cry Three was different, Far Cry Four was more of uh, three, just they replaced the sharks with eagles. Far Cry Primal was supposed to be an expansion for four, so it just failed on that part. And five is actually looking like it's gonna bring in a new idea, especially with uh, all the different uh, vehicles like planes with a fucking minigun in it and especially i don't know if it was co-op or if that's ai companions but like the dog and the sniper that was on the hill in the trailer i really like that idea of working together like i i said not sure if it's co-op but if it would be it would be awesome it is it is like that's something uh, i think it has over far cry 4 because that had co-op as well but in that, you're pretty much the same person, just like doubled. But in this, you actually are playing as different people, not only as uh, pretty much the same character, just voice. So, so speaking of uh, co-op games, if 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 we can, if we can just like take a second to talk about a way out. Ah, uh, that, that looked awesome. I will admit, that looked freaking awesome. Just wait for uh, me to Google that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone who wants to come on my couch to play that in couch co-op, he can come over. My room is open for any of you. Dibs! So I'm even, I'm even gonna pay for the game. Dibs! <laughs> so, for those that don't already know about it, while Happy's basically searching that up, A Way Out's basically a, uh, an action-adventure kind of game. Um, it's made by a studio called Haze Light Studios. Um, Electronic Arts EA is, is the ones that uh, oh, is, is, is going to be doing it. Really, really. 
Um, and and essentially, uh, it's the second game made by them. They made Brothers, uh, Tale of Two Sons originally. Um, and it's basically a local or online split-screen co-op. There is no solo play. It is purely co-op. You have to play co-op. It's, so what um, if, just wait, wait, just that, minutes, So what if I don't have any friends? Yeah, then you can't again, play yeah. the game. Tough. And you can still really? play it with us. No, oh, no, okay. but no, seriously though, seriously though. Yeah. So I can't, I can't play with an AI companion. Ser- seriously, yeah, tough shit. No, nope. fail. It's it's one of those I games that it's, it's kind of a um, it's it's you have to you have to play with somebody. I like it. I, li- I don't get me wrong. I like, like multiplayer only games. <laughs> and I like the concept that you have to play with another person to play a game. However, the reason the reason EA being is yeah, and notoriously bad. So things like because uh, undoubtedly you'll you have to be connected to the internet to play this. I mean, unless it's split screen co-op, but that's only on a console. That doesn't cover PC, right? So if servers are down or something like that, you can't play the game. I think that it's based on ad hoc, so doesn't matter if the servers are down. You you're connecting to somebody else. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let me rephrase it. My internet goes down. Yeah. I can't play the game. Nope. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you can do lower. You can do local. So if your internet's down and you've got a mate with you at your house, or but, your no, 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 your missus or whoever or anyone's round, you can still do local um, co-op. The idea that they had was. And the, the the reason the reason that they the reason that they are doing this is because unlike every other co-op game where you have or, or a lot sorry a lot of co-op games where you are basically a second player um, doing something else but you're not really affecting the story yeah, like if helping. you do something and your friend does something it can completely screw up or uh, change the way that the story goes so like um, one of the examples they gave was you can either help your friend out of a situation in a fight or you can just leave him to get beaten the crap out of while you go and sort something else out with the guards for later on and like you get a choice of doing that and in and, and at the same time you can help bust open a door to break out a, um somebody who's getting um um interrogated uh, or you can help somebody else lift over a fence and stuff. But if you, if your friend doesn't want you to do that or doesn't want to do that and want to do something else, you it's it's like you have to be cooperative. Um, so both it's basically two protagonists instead of one, and it's it makes it really, really cool. So it's so let so just to recap. So it's a co-op only game. Yeah, and the point is to break out of prison. Yeah, essentially yes, yes. yeah. And now, break, okay, but the, okay. the breakouts. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is it like, is it something that you, you're going to have 20 hours of gameplay from? Or is it something that you can complete in two hours, replay it again, and it is totally random to set up and all the different ways that you have to escape and everything every time? Oh, is there actually a long so game? There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not there only. is a lot of replayability. It's not the only it's... the breakout, is it? Because in the trailer, there are actually like. It's, There's other things to it. Yeah, it's it's breaking out and getting away successfully. Right, so once you're only, out, you've still got to do. You, you still got you still yeah, gotta you, get away from the cops. Okay. I mean, I'm watching the trailer just now, just briefly getting hang of it. But the thing is, and the the thing is, you have to learn now, because if you don't, you, you yeah you're always let down. Is that uh, you can't trust E3 anymore, um, for trailers basically. I mean, the, everything I'm watching in this is essentially a cinematic. 
um, well, with a couple in-game, yeah, like in-game which can be pre-rendered or whatever. Yeah, yeah, pre, yeah. Uh, like which is a big issue as as uh, as Monkey will verify me in my constant rants about Rainbow Six Siege, and of the many, many, many reasons that it's um, as much as I, I I do enjoy playing it. Like the problem with it is when it was announced, and it was like, much more better than absolutely everything else. It was this absolutely stunning looking game. All right, it felt a bit kind of on rails because it was a trailer, but then it was a pre-rendered demo. There's nobody actually playing the game. There's no, no, nothing that you're seeing is, um, is the actual, it's going to be the end product. Uh, well, and that's, that's the that's problem the with it, Far Cry 5 as well. Yeah. Because Ubisoft yeah. are terribly guilty of doing this. Yeah, but if and you're... other companies are catching on to it, um, is that they, they're putting forward a pre-rendered game demo um that's not the game it's and and i appreciate it's a trailer it's just to get somebody hyped and things like this but they do it more and more now um as a selling point if the concept pre-buy it rather than yeah so if the concept um does work though and what they are um what they are um talking about and, and how they want it to work does work it's going to be one of those games like portal 2 where it's like you and your friend are required to do so much stuff together. There's so much like synergy that you have to do when like working together to get like um, puzzles or like certain cinematics done in certain ways. Um, like it's it's it could be the next Portal Two in that sense, where it's like it's just a really awesome game to kind of to kind of co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like there's there's um, it's just one of those things where, like, breaking out the prison is going to be one of those things as well. So, I mean, like yeah. the concept of it, I, I, I really like. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, I mean, I, and you know, some may say I am known for my complaining or ranting. <laughs> if anybody, of games. really, if, they, they will um, learn. And I'm very by, hard to by, please. They will learn if if they don't. However, by the um, I'm still like. As a, I don't get excited by E3 anymore. I've not got excited by E3 for the last like several years. Mainly because, first of all, it, it all tends to be console focused now. Except um, every, almost every game you find at E3, it's on all consoles or or one of the consoles, and also a PC port to it. Because that's that's the way it works now. Because that's that's where the the big money is. That's fine. That's the business works. So, um, but it's it's all geared towards grabbing people with, uh, and no no offense intended to anybody. But like short attention spans, it's kind of like, oh, that's new and shiny. That looks awesome. I'm gonna go pre-order that now. Um, and that that comes down as that kind of casual game gaming kind of point. And I'm at a point now uh, in my life where, yeah, I'm predominantly casual gaming. I don't I don't have the time to sit and play every day and do everything else um, as much as I'd like to. But yeah, it, it takes because um, the games are made to be shiny. To, to sell and then then the gameplay is always secondary to it now um and all these games are very very short-lived uh for me like i, I like a game that i can play and play and play and play and i can play it forever that's why like i enjoy rainbow six siege because it has replayability and you know, they're still constantly working on it and stuff and i care a little bit that you know at least it's taken seriously but like i don't like a game that i'm gonna play once and I have no intention to go back to it. Um, that's that's an issue I have with like Far Cry games, for example, um, or same with Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I haven't finished yet. But like my interest has waned on it because it's so linear. 
And as much as you know, you can go and do anything that you want and do things in the order you want. It just gets dull because it's not that there's little randomness to the game, uh, and you know it. That's that's what all these games tend to lack these days. And it's not EA where you find the really most interesting games. It's all the indie stuff that comes out. You find out on Steam Greenlight. Wow, <laughs> most of Steam Greenlight and stuff. And um, so it's it's, it's 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 hard for me to get excited by by a lot of stuff. I mean, the only thing. Um, off the top of my head, that I, I'm I'm interested in would be Battlefront Two. Now I don't realise that's an EA game, um, but mainly because I like Star Wars, I like kind of casual FPS a little bit as well, uh, and I like things that involve big stompy AT-ATs. So, um, yeah. <laughs> How long did, did you say you had? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hold it in any longer. <laughs> you said I, ca I can say my one sentence when you're done talking and you're not stopping the vlog. Stop the AT&Ts. We're, we're yeah, two, four, two games ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to say that the game's not in prison. That's just the beginning of the game. Thank you. <laughs> Can't help myself. Keep it on the track of... What? <laughs> One thing you guys are gonna learn from these podcasts is once once he gets on his rants, it's he, can no go, he can go and go and go. <laughs> yeah, we're about halfway through, almost. Okay, we're not getting this into one hour. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to split it. Well, I, I'll I don't get I'll be wasting enough. Don't you worry. <laughs> keep, keep it on the. Oh, carry of... on, carry on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we'll one hour, so we can cover two games. Chris, Chris, you want to uh, you want to talk any more about uh, a way out? Uh, no, everything has been said already. <laughs> okay. Uh, keeping on the sort of the co-op and multiplayer games, uh, two games actually very similar to each other, uh, Sea of Thieves and Skull and Bones. One's a Microsoft game, I believe, and the other one's a Ubisoft game. Sea but, of Thieves rings a bell, but I haven't... I, I had, sea, I, sea of Thieves was at, uh, I think at I EA, EA last year. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, I, I yeah. remember seeing But Sco Skull and Bones is pretty much taking uh, the Assassin's Creed Black Flag pretty much concept of uh, having pirates and uh, pirate ships and putting it into a massive multiplayer online experience. So you have you can crew up uh, with your friends, have a giant legion of pirates just going at it and uh, trying to pretty much <coughs> make, make yourself... I think they pretty much said uh, the intent is to make yourself more famous than the famous pirates in in history. I, I okay. So I I don't know really about the um, about the uh, skull and bones, but the Sea of Thieves. Like I remember seeing that, and I remember seeing like how how um, in depth the. Um, like the steering and the the sails and the like the fact that you can do all the navigation you have to have someone on the firing the cannons and somebody else doing something like something yeah. and you can, your ship can just sink and then like they, you can collect well, like you can go and collect the loot off the other ship and go underwater and grab it all and then there's the combat with other players like you, you can get on someone else's ship and start fighting that kind of stuff looks really really cool and it's kind of got like um it's kind of got like a um a wind waker kind of look it's very cartoonish 
like and so it doesn't take itself too seriously but until you said it just now i completely forgot about that game because we haven't heard anything since you say that but in this year's e3 trailer they showed that without the naval warfare and there was nothing no one running around there was no one shouting commands okay you fire now it it seems like they've dumbed it down a lot yeah, it, it, it seems really toned down compared to other. You still have positions that people can do something on the ship, but it's not like it's required to do so, I think. Yeah, so it looks like... it was a bit too adventurous? It looks like Sea of Thieves is more uh, focusing on the off the ship, the exploring, the trying to build your ship up, while Skull and Bones is more uh, trying to build uh, your sort of legion of friends and uh, trying to build up your rep- reputation on, on the Caribbean. And don't forget you can be eaten by sharks. Yeah, that, that as well. Don't forget to play Dab. <laughs> oh my god, Dab. Dab! Moving on before he starts talking about Dab. Another one! Uh, Chris and Siv both want to talk about State of Decay 2. Oh, 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 yeah! Happy as well. I've never... Happy, you're going to go on a rant. I feel... I feel like I missed out on State of Decay. You, because... you totally did. Can yeah, I, me, can I, me, can I have like why. 60 seconds just before we drive into it? Yes, so you may anything start. Else. Right, okay. Well, if you don't know, right, so State of Decay, the first, uh, the first one was actually meant to be a kind of a prototype for like single player um, kind of zombie survival. You know, you just build your defenses up, get get survivors and you build up and you just defend and you kind of play through a kind of small campaign. It was supposed to be one of two games, but the secondary one that was going to be an MMO, um, I think it's Undead Labs who make it. Um, and and so, the, but the secondary, uh, the MMO one never took off the ground. But State of Decay did really, really well for itself. And and that's about all I'm going to say about it. Sorry, carry on. Uh, for, pretty much all I wanted to oh, say. Oh, you only needed 30 seconds. <laughs> Pretty much all I wanted to say was uh, in the E3 trailer, the characters ran around looking like they shot themselves. The, you can actually see that the, the animation state is still quite early on because it, it does not look good. The state of Decay didn't look that great though when I when I first saw it in terms of like graphics because I, I didn't actually see it after the originally announced State of Decay 1. All I saw was that it was single player zombie-based kind of survival. And I was thinking to myself, why would I want to play single-player and do these missions with NPCs uh, when I could just play all these other games with my friends? Like, is State of Decay 2 still going on that single-player aspect, or are they going... I are think, they doing anything else with it? I think Actually, they're supposed to be co-op. Do you know, Chris? Yeah, uh, State of Decay 2, uh, the whole campaign you can play with your friends. You have the option of playing solo with AI, but this time they oh. implemented the co-op mode so you oh. can actually play with your friends because that was really something they got a lot of feedback from State of Decay 1. Up to how the many people... friends? Hmm? Up to are how we many friends? Two player or are we talking four or like how many friends? If I remember correctly, uh, the AI that you had with you in uh, State of Decay 1 were you plus two other people. And I think that's... In the trailer, there were always four. Okay, so let's hope it's four-player co-op. So four. We can actually I can't even get four people for player unknown battlegrounds, let alone... <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have a computer yeah. yet. <laughs> The aspect of State of Decay 2 that I really look forward to is the change in 
how many things you can build in the shelters yeah. you live in. Like in State of Decay 1, you really had a very limited choice of what you build. Okay. And you only can build more if you find a more advanced or bigger outpost where you can build more buildings. But that's about it. But in this trailer, you can have different stuff you can build inside and outside. So I'm hoping for a lot of variety. And yeah, maybe we can craft ourselves crazy weapons like on Dead Island. That'd be cool. Yeah. Dead Island. Uh, anyone? That was the game. Anyone's the only thing I was going to say was State of Decay 1 originally on just console, or was it uh, console and PC? It was the, Xbox. And it was just Xbox. to PC. Yeah, yeah no, it was a PC Portland exclusive. PC. Okay, okay. The only thing that should be mentioned about State of Decay is it's uh, a Play Anywhere game of Xbox One and Windows 10 PC. So if you're like me and have Windows 7, you're on the bad end of games because you won't be able to play it. You have to be on Windows 10. Uh, no, I don't. I, no, 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 no. It's it's gonna be. I, it's not gonna be only fucking exclusive, is it? Yeah, it says Windows 10 exclusive. Mm. Uh, maybe yeah. there's the chance it's, that it's Steam well. will have it. Yeah, no, they didn't I, announce it for Steam yet. That, that's I swear. I'm really curious. I swear. Last it's coming. It's coming. I swear. Last year, they uh, the State of the K2 trailer announced was announced on the Sony show, not. Xboxes. Okay, what's the next game that we have on our list? Like, State oh, of Decay was just. If, we're, if we're keeping on the multiplayer, I just quickly want to uh, step on the crew too. Looks amazing adding planes and uh, boats. Uh, can't wait for that. Probably not going to pre order this time. I'm just going to pick it up uh, when I get the chance. Like, uh, and uh, another multiplayer. Of, uh, Racing game Forza Seven, fucking finally been waiting on that for quite a while now, and yeah, those are the so the two racing games. I think if we're gonna just stick with the cars, you want to talk about Need for Speed, Chris. I have actually about something to say about the crew as well. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually have not seen the Ubisoft conference yet, to be fair. And I have played the first, the crew. So I've literally not yet an idea what's coming in the crew too. And since you've seen it, how would you sell it to me? What would I like about the crew too? This time, uh, it looks to be you're not on a revenge story for some asshole who killed your brother. It uh, it looks like you're just a guy who's rising from nothing to the top of all motorsports. So you're conquering planes, cars, bikes, uh, boats in, in every category. In rally, street racing, drug, uh, um, drug racing, yes, the Mexico and bikes. <clears throat> so it's not just limited on to cars, but you also have uh, yes. bikes and planes even, and yeah. boats, like... That, that, I, I like that. I can see but myself ch- jet skiing. If, if, <laughs> probably not jet skis, just like uh, racing boats. It was a joke. Yeah, I know. But this uh, this does mean like, if they're adding planes, uh, then I'm hoping they make uh, the, sort of the map of the US a lot, a lot bigger. Because in three hours you can drive from one coast to the other. So with a plane, it's going to take you like an hour and a half. So I'm hoping they make that... Uh, Plane bit three hours, so we get uh, driving for like five hours. 
All right. Yeah, I'll be sure to check out the game later because when the park is done, I still need to catch up on some conferences. But since you said earlier, catching on to the racing aspect, yeah, my Need for Speed payback. Looking I know Need for, Spe <laughs> Need for Speed has, uh, in the latest year, a terrible history of not doing what the people demanded from EA, what to put in Need for Speed. And this time, the the crowd reacted just as you think. Some people were like, awesome, we get a Need for Fast and Furious. And I was like, yeah, that would be something different at least. Like, the 2015 reboot, I didn't like. I pre-ordered it and I regretted it so much. Dude, I've been but... playing that uh, a bit uh, on EA Access. I think there's like a 10-hour uh, trial version or something. And I've got to say, I'm actually... Uh, because it's not like uh, all the other games like oh you're an undercover cop or uh, you're trying to shut it down or someone stole your car you're actually just you met a bunch of guys who like racing and you're doing racing at least and from where I'm now yeah that was one of the things that I actually liked about the reboot yeah. because uh, it well you, you had the storylines I, I loved the video sequences even yeah, though some they... people say the acting was terrible sometimes I had to agree yeah, but, but that's how it makes I, it I like daring. I, yeah, I like it when, when the story is so interactive with you and it acts like it's from your field of vision. And I love Fast and Furious. And the demo that we saw on E3 was like oh, 95% look... scripted. <laughs> no joke. And if you actually look at it, it seems like the game's nowhere near finished yet because the desert bit looks so so sparse and barely any texture so there's white a bit of gray a bit of dust there okay quickly move on to the street view yeah so it, it's uh, all, it didn't look like if, it was really finished yet it's not finished by far and when you said street view before i continue something i want to say there's still no cockpit perspective in the new need for See, speed in need for speed I don't, I don't think you need it really because it's... Yeah, the developer said there's so much action and explosions going on. If you would drive in cockpit perspective, you would lose overview of anything that's going on around you. Yeah, like the most recent uh, one, I actually drive in sort of the, uh, the action uh, view. So if you do a drift, it like zooms down on your wheels and you know, follows the car around the corner. I, for some reason, I just find that uh, amusing. So... While... Uh... So, oh yeah, no. If you got anything, anything more? Oh, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't finished. I, I wanted it. to finish up. Finish, finish <laughs> up. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that people said it's so terribly scripted, and uh, they don't want a game that's like so very depending on animations of car crashing and so hard scripted stuff but that's only in the story missions you have complete free roam when you're not in a main mission and just like gta 5 you can choose between the people you want to play the missions with you have three main characters one's good for drag racing and sprint racing the other one is specialized in drifting and off-road while the other one is professional in escaping from cops and hijacking trucks so I love the variety and I love that it's in that aspect like GTA and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. Moving on. Sounds fun. I didn't yeah, like that, 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 that's it from me. Out of all of that, I do like the sound that last bit. Um, that bit does sound pretty cool. 
just the fact that every like, like you got all the different options for different uh, pros and cons depending on who it is that you're. Uh, that yeah, you're and, you, and you can customize the cars for. <laughs> God damn it, Tim! You look like Bora. Fuck you, Timmy. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Uh, you can customize the cars for whatever purpose you want to drive them. If you plan to go out drifting, you like put on a special suspension, get the best tires for it, and pick the drifting car. Or like you don't have to, but you can. I just don't want that you can customize a car in a setting which can do well on all of the driving styles, like. I want a car that drifts well, and I don't want to use it in high-speed races as well. I want to change things up. What's the purpose of driving the same car all the time? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. Moving on! Yeah, yeah, on to the next game. <laughs> Timmy! Okay, we just switch. While we've still got Happy here, because I think this is going to be something that's going to probably take a, a, at least a good 10, 10 minutes or so. Are you, are you saying I'm going to talk a lot? Right? Yes. Is that, is that what you're Yes, I feel like you're going to talk a lot about this. Player Unknown Battlegrounds is adding um, fog, rain, uh, nighttime. Um, they're having the standard daytime. They're adding a new auto machine gun, new clothes, vaulting, and um, what was the other thing that they're doing as well? Vaulting, climbing, new hairstyle, Clim well, climbing, new yes, clothes, yeah. um, as as well as uh, mass improvements. So, Are you actually want me to start talking about this? Go, yes, yeah. you can start. Go you on, can right. start this time. All aesthetic stuff to the game, I have zero interest in because it's absolutely pointless when there's other gameplay issues to deal with. Anyway, right, there's yes, there, the, the, fog, the fog well. is a great thing. Because um, what it does is it allows people with lower specs as well to not be at as much of a disadvantage of somebody with a, a higher spec PC, basically. Um, and it also means... Um, that everybody's at a level playing field in regards to distance and what you can see or not see. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, what else she say? The vaulting thing, that's an animation, and it, it, it makes it a little bit easier getting over some walls. Undoubtedly... You can, you can vault in and out of windows. Not, oh, that, no, not yeah, in. That's out. all right. That's not so bad. I think uh, that's going to like make a massive difference to gameplay with the whole camping and stuff. I like, yeah, 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 I can see that. Wait, did you, when we were watching the trailer, did you say they had a climbing as well? They had a climbing, so you can climb, you know how I got stuck in the pipes? Yeah. I could climb out the pipes and not lose the match because of it. So, yeah, like, they, they can do that. I'm still sour about that. Uh, they added a new auto machine gun. It's a bit like the VSS. It has parts that are already built into it. Um, um, there is massive stability increase. Like they've been doing stability stuff for ages now. When you finally get around to playing it again and it doesn't crash yeah. computer, um, <laughs> you'll you'll I'm see. I'm working on that. I still don't understand why it's keeps it. Anyway, anyway, right? Yeah, I'll, you'll, I'll see, you'll see. Right? You'll see a big. Um, the, the issue um, I I see vaulting is going to give is it's going to get people stuck in buildings and walls because even at the moment, if you've had it yet, you've got stuck uh, jumping up a, on a wall, and yeah. you've just got that constant falling animation. You're trying to go, just walk up a cliff or something like that, and then you get stuck up until the point you just drop dead. They um, <laughs> might, they might fix that's, that. That that well, that's that's going to be one of the issues that's going to come up with the vaulting. You're either going to have that, or you're going to have people getting stuck um, or clipped into walls uh, as some kind of form of glitching. 
where you're gonna have you're gonna get to the end game kind of thing and if it's near a building people are gonna find a way to be able to glitch into a wall and just kind of camp in there that Maybe. that th- those are the two main issues that are going to come up with the vaulting stuff right it's what was also, what was what did it's the... also coming to console uh, yeah and that's something that i was so mad about uh, i'm not talking about the xbox exclusivity but the fact that the game looks so much smoother, better optimized on console, this is an insult to PC gamers. But it's What's... it's gonna get a lot better. It's gonna get a lot better. Well, it's do... easier to do it on a console because yeah. it's one it's one set of hardware, and that's that's the big that's the big problem we have with all a lot of games that start off console and are brought to PC. So at least on this side, it started as a PC game. It's getting ported to console. Which they're means... adding, yeah, that's good. Go uh, they're adding a zombie mode. Good. I like zombies. What kind of? I haven't seen it. Is it just a sort of survive as long as you can, or there's just zombies and while you're trying to like the... win the game, or? Um, pass. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't know anything more than it's zombie okay. mode. Does anyone else know? Nope. No, oh, I have. I haven't heard about the zombie mode thing. I think it's from the PC conference, since I haven't seen that yet. Uh, oh, ah, right. Oh, okay, that doesn't help. I was. Uh... Oh, um, so they're player-controlled zombies, right? So this is just I've just jumped on Polygon, right? So it's the first one I could come up. Um, player-controlled zombies will be in the new mode, not as part of the base game. Uh, printed devs. So either you'll opt to be a zombie, or and I, I, I'm curious if it'll be like you're one zombie and you're trying to change everybody, or you're just a zombie running around trying to fuck things up for everybody else trying to win the game. I don't know. Either way, zombies are good. I would love to be the zombie and infect the other players until there's only one non-zombie left on the map. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Like, if you had a team of us, like, and instead of us being people, we're like zombies, and yeah, we're trying to infect other people, and then those people then turn into zombies as well. Like, I feel like that would be pretty... Pretty cool because then all of a sudden you get a mode that is, if they could add if they could add extra people to that as well, it'd be like let's say a hundred people or ninety people versus ten humans. If you know what I mean, like that would be massive, and it would change the whole thing. Like every zombie player would help to get the humans. It would, instead of yeah. one person against everyone, everyone is going against one. I, I think that'd be pretty pretty fucking sweet. There's two two. I'll I'll be the I'll be the, uh, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be the devil ad, devil's advocate as well. Well, um, two again. You get kind of two issues coming off that. You've got one. People will rage quit. They'll die to zombie. They'll just leave the game. So what happens to to that? I mean, you play zombie. Those then. are going to be AI that's, zombies. Yeah. So, so that's, what was, that's what I was. That's That's what I was saying. Like maybe ninety verse ten. Kind of thing. Um, so that's that 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 so that's kind of a minor issue, but that's, that's one thing. Well, people will just yeah. leave when they die, because oh, I don't want to do that. You know. Well, if, if they're out. a zombie, they'll respawn, right? Potentially, I would, they, I would hope so. It, they have but to they because otherwise you could just kill all the zombies and they have a regular game. Yeah, I guess it would be a, like I, I would like to think that it would be like a time thing. So yeah, yeah, it would just maybe respawn you then on the next kind of blue edge. Yeah, kind of somewhere random on the blue edge. So you're close to the action, but you're not like right in the middle, or or maybe right in the middle of the blue. I don't know, one or the other. Yeah. Um, the other no, no. side of it is people deliberately getting killed, just to be a zombie kind of thing. So deliberately, it's not so much ruining the game or spoiling it, but it's not playing it as the way 
they're intending yeah. to put in. Yeah. So the, ideally, there'll be some kind of there'll be some kind of ways to avoid to, that. But yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's it'll only be it won't make sense if you turn into a zombie if you're killed by a zombie, not if you just ah, kill right. yourself. That's the way to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah th- th- that's the point. Like, if if you just kill off your teammates, they shouldn't uh, come back as zombies. Only if you are killed by the zombie, then you become one. And it doesn't mean that people should rage quit. Like, if if they get points for infecting others, they don't have a reason to quit. Oh no, 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 but, but again, score... same. Some people are just like that. It's kind of it's the same principle as. Um... Uh, what well, I don't want to dive off to it, but if I'm playing Rainbow Six Siege and somebody dies in the first round and they just quit the game, like they just yeah. quit out to the menu because yeah. oh, I don't want to die. And that's it. People like that exist. You can that's nearly in every game. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get rid of that. <laughs> but if you offer them a reason to stay in the game while you have been bitten and turned a zombie, then the chance that people quit because of that are surely smaller than if you add nothing like that oh yeah absolutely absolutely people people want something that that's the sad thing with current trends in gaming people can't just be happy with the game they need they need they need a reason to be playing um yes i won't say anything else achievements uh vanity (laughs) items actually cast demands an evil author so i will do him this justice in dimitri voice (laughs) oh i'm not evil Okay, so we have that taken care of. Uh, quickly, um, actually, you be, <clears throat> stopping on the console thing. Uh, hands up for who's excited for Xbox's uh, new Triple uh, X console. I can't say I am. Yep, neither am I. <clears throat> <laughs> the Xbox One X is something... Stupid uh, name. Since I... <laughs> I would have loved no, it, it if they just kept it Scorpio, but I will definitely get this one. I haven't had an Xbox since the very first one. I skipped the 360, I skipped the one, but I will get this. I know I don't have a PS4 Pro, but I have every other PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4. I'm, and, and 4K until they give is me, useless. Until oh. they give me something to justify it, I don't think I'll be buying one. I'm, I'm going to be honest, the only thing that I'm playing right now on my Xbox is Final Fantasy XV. If I didn't have my Xbox, I would have bought it on the, the PS3, uh, so PS4 even. Um, didn't check ch- ch- like a picture the only, on PS4? The only thing that my Xbox is good for is it's a media center. It plays Crunchyroll, it plays Netflix. Yeah. Like, I will say this much, in the entire uh, sort of conference the guy once mentioned that he will be able to do 4k 60fps gameplay once so first of all let's see if that's actually possible which i'm guessing it's not gonna be able to well it's because... possible i mean it's all it's about optimization so i mean it just means the games that are going on to are optimized specifically to do that and lots of lots of i mean that's how things like um shadow mortar got optimized or mad max or you know that i mean they're okay they're not 4k but it's easy enough you, to do. you just happen you just have to mention the game i was about to talk next didn't you <laughs> what game since my next game is actually Shadow of Mordor that I wanted to talk about. Oh, the oh the new one. Yeah. The new one, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, 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 Shadow I, of War. 
Um, I just want to say one one brief thing about the, the the Xbox One. Not so much next PlayStation, but certainly with the next Xbox because it's it's because it's Microsoft because it's essentially Windows. Um, I just I want to see Xbox make a console that can just play PC games. If you know what I mean, it's such a it's such a small border they just need to cross to do and, it. Yeah, they oh, are. They uh, are. Enable keyboard and mouse native support, and they can basically sell people a gaming PC. Uh, they're doing it the other way though because they're selling you the Xbox One titles that you can play on your uh, Windows 10 so they're doing it the wrong way but but it's it's more affordable to be able to buy the Xbox One to play a game at kind of PC quality rather than potentially buy the game on a lesser PC and and you're not getting the the 60 FPS or whatever else whereas if it's on the Xbox you're guaranteed to have a certain level of performance um, because you've got that fixed hardware at, at, at a reasonable cost, rather than you know going overboard buying CPUs, motherboards, graphic cards, and trying to find the right balance of components. It makes it hardware. a lot easier for people. What? Too. It's such a small step, and I'm really surprised that Xbox have got to the stage where they haven't gone. Where you know we're adding the ability to actually just play games like PC games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do. I do. I do see where you're coming from. I mean. That. That, that would make uh, sense, you know, in a sort of gamer's point of view, but in the company's point of view, they would lose so much money on that. So they're I don't just... think they would. I don't think they would either. I would, yeah, I would have, I, I would have if, if this Xbox, I would have this, and I would just buy all my games for, for if, it. If anything, that they're expanding their customer base by having something, and then imagine if every home had an Xbox, um, because it was like that kind of console where like everybody needed it like plus um, it's a home computer yeah like like i said you're that step away from windows and then you you can put all the functionality or functionality of an actual computer think of the the number of um i don't say kids as a general term but um teenagers um who you know might need a computer for school might need it for anything and you know it's an extra kind of reason for them to push it on the parents to buy a console for the kids because actually it's a home computer as well. They can do all this other stuff, and it's all there. It's perfectly capable of doing it. Nintendo's yeah, but... Nintendo's proven as well. Um, sorry, really quickly, Nintendo's proven as well that they it is a lot easier to manage time on those things with the uh, Nintendo Switch and the privacy controls that the Nintendo Switch has. Like if you was to implement that into the Xbox and the PlayStation, as much as teenagers would hate it and as much as uh, kids would hate it as well, like you can set an amount of time that they can go on games, and then afterwards oh, the yeah. console then becomes a study box instead and then like okay you do you do five hours four hours worth of studying you get four hours worth of game time that means that little jimmy can't play call of duty 4 and frag people (laughs) until he's done three hours until he's done three hours worth of homework yeah i think it's it's i think it's um that they're they're missing out i think on a on an interesting kind of not revenue um avenue um, to go down maybe at some point they will but i, I just i the other thing is in terms of they could make it upgradable as well so over the course of its lifespan of what five seven years you know they just release new graphics card obviously you know you take it to a qualified vendor yeah graphics card, put that in, new then RAM, you're just making it a pc again well but that's the point though that's the point it's but it's a it's a specified set of hardware akin to the way the mac works 
Like Macs are essentially consoles because they're they're this they're this fixed set of hardware, and that's why everybody rants on about them being so good and blah blah blah. But it's because it's that you don't you're not messing with fifty different combinations, a hundred, a million different combinations of hardware, so it it will work. It can be optimized. You know, it it it's it's not going to be so prone to having you know blue screens of death. Like I'm suffering with like memory management issues and things like that when you're playing a game that worked perfectly fine two weeks before. I've stopped talking again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it makes things a lot simpler for people. Um, it makes a cons, but then like like um, Sykes was saying in chat a second ago, it does then make a gaming console not into a gaming console, but more like a PC with a different OS that's a, a, more akin to um, having um, have, having a PC. So. Uh, at one point, does a console stop being a console and become a PC? And at what point does a PC stop becoming a PC and becomes a console? Well, but the name itself is irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, a console isn't like like we could we could go look up the term console, and it doesn't mean a gaming definitely. computer. Yeah, like it's just like a terminal. Yeah, that you something that you, you can something. access those kind of things. Yeah. Well, you've got a minute left, Happy. So I don't know if you wanna if you wanna just quickly say say bye or whatever, and then uh, we'll we'll continue on with without you. Well, I hope y'all hold your breath until I'm online again, <laughs> because you're that devoted to me. I mean, uh, if you're not, if, if you've come over from my channel, uh, and I'm has? hosting I'm hosting Monkey at the moment. If you've not followed, him, please follow him. Uh, follow Tim as well. Follow Chris. Um, I, see, you haven't got me streaming. I don't know when the last time when Chris streamed, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, I must fire. I'm sorry, I ran. It's this has been very last minute for me. Busy, busy, busy. Enjoy the rest of your chat, your your radio, as it were. Um, I'm sure I'll get the footnotes or not. Probably not. Let's be honest. Probably. Anyway, maybe. Right. Um, enjoy. I shall catch you again sometime soon. Bye. Yeah. Hey, you happy? Uh-huh. Uh, we've lost happy. Good, good rinse. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Okay, no. so like, if if we just switch switch from that uh, console uh, I, conversation I wanna, now, one, one last go thing. on, go on. All right, one last like, thing. Go on. The 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 reason it was called an Xbox One because it wasn't all in one home entertainment system. You had your games, your you know your music, your TV, everything. The Xbox One S, okay, that makes sense as well. I'm gonna need to fix the cams. Uh, that makes sense as well because. Uh... <laughs> Uh, because Tim, uh, Tim. <laughs> what the hell, Tim? I'm just gonna put that up for now. Uh, that makes sense as well because you know it's that but smaller. But then you have the. <laughs> <laughs> I then, think we lost Tim. I think we did also. Uh, then you have the Xbox One X. Like, okay, where does the X fit into all of that all-in-one home entertainment system thing? Is it like that, but ten times better, or? No. How did he explain at the conference? He asked, "No power is greater than X." That justified putting an X behind the console. And it made it into a triple X console. Indeed, for triple A games. <laughs> <laughs> but most of the stuff they're putting on it is indie. Yeah, I do have to say, in all honesty, I would have loved if. If they had just kept the project named 
Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh yeah, it would have been much. I think better. a lot of people were buzzing about the name Scorpio, and then all of a sudden they take that name away. Like the Wii, the Wii was originally not the Wii; it was the Revolution, the Nintendo Revolution. Like that would have been such a badass name to have and keep, and then they changed it to the Wii and the Wii U. And what a fucking mess it so, was. Like, yeah, the Revolution, just like Nintendo Switch. Like the Switch has a nice name. So obviously we're switching, we're switching, we're switching it up constantly. And so they're, they're, they're basically drilled that into the consumer's head. And then now everyone's like, oh yeah, the Nintendo Switch. Like, it's awesome. And then it's like the same thing with, with Scorpio. It's like, oh, have you got the Scorpio? Like, the Scorpio is kind of the shit. Like, if you don't have it, you need it because it is the Scorpio. And then everyone now is like, hey, it's the Xbox One X. The Xbox One X is XBOX xbox play on words it's the xbox it's yeah it's, it's one of it's the shit it's it's not i mean it it's catchy in its own way um so but i i still think scorpio would have been a better better choice yeah but, yeah do you guys want to talk about the dragon ball fighter yes, yes. i i want one one point uh, i think mute. you two go nuts what <laughs> I don't. Seth, I, you I, start. I, I want to say only one fucking thing, and it's pissed me and uh, my friends who were watching with this pissed us off to no end. Why the fuck wasn't it Dragon Ball Z, uh, Burakai Four? Like they already had the name. Why they make it Fighter Z? Like that—that's the only thing. You had you had the sort of name already going. Why change it now? Yeah, but. Are you just pissed off the name or the game and its gameplay? The gameplay as well. It does. It's. Uh, it it doesn't look uh, like it's Dragon Ball Z worthy. If I if I may say that. I'm I'm, completely on the opposite. Like I'm so fed up with Xenoverse, for example. I I I can't do that anymore. I I'm so happy I get a two or two point five the fighter back. The only thing I wouldn't need in that is the three-on-three three fights, because uh, I think they will look the no, game no. messy as hell. They said three-on-three three fights, but all we saw on screen was 2v2. There was no footage of 3 v 3 Yeah, true that. But <laughs> I, I still think... I, I hope it's optional. I, I don't want it to be a main thing. At least not for story. For competitive, I honestly don't care. And I do like the fact, from what I've seen, it goes into the Dragon Ball Super arc. A friend of mine said he's going to make a a team out of the Angel of the Six Universe, I think, Viola? I forgot her name, actually. If I can play a chant fuck off uh, Gorilla, I'm happy. Because I I don't really know the Dragon Ball C storyline and stuff i just know there's these seven dragon balls i need to freaking watch dragon ball z abridged i think i have it in favorite test on a tab somewhere of course dragon ball z abridged is up to the cell saga right now so one of the things that sykes is saying is that he believes that xenoverse saga's tombs multiplayer was just completely fucked with uh p2p uh cheaters uh bugs dlc um lock lockdowns no fixes or support for them either what do you guys think? Sykes, I completely agree with you. And the thing that annoyed me on the multiplayer aspect of Xenoverse 2 was the raids. There's like this huge 
informative uh, hologram in the middle of the city that tells you exactly nothing about the time where the raids spawn, when they spawn, what they look like. I missed the whole first raid because it said the raid is now here. Enjoy! Yeah, it's open for one hour and they don't put an hour in there. Not in the, not in your time zone, no time zone at all. <laughs> this is... Uh, I, I hated it. I really hated it. And sometimes the grind for 50 missions to get one piece of equipment because you get your 20th Kaioken or Kamehameha from a pedal and you don't need it. That good, that grind. And the cheaters that just stun lock you with every move, I know. I'm sorry. I, I love Dragon Ball. I've I've seen even GT and that say something. But I think they totally fucked this Xenoverse 2 up to no end. Is, is, so. is that it? Or is there anything else? Yeah, I, I know the main talk was about to uh, happen to be about the Dragon Ball Fighter C, but. It derailed to Xenoverse. I'm, I'm really sorry about it, but no, no, no. it just made me mad. And okay. Sykes completely on point. Where are we? What if that happens again with this game? Huh? What, oh, yeah. what if that happens again with Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Like, is that, do you reckon that'll be the end of the fran that, that, that game franchise, or...? It's not the end of the franchise. I just think they wanted a new start because they had many Budokais. They had not many, oh, but, no, but if they if they screw this one up, because Xenosaga and um, Xenosaga Two, I think was... it's from a different studio. It's not from the same guys that made Xenoverse. Okay, all right, okay. I mean, That's... it's it's Bandai, all right, but different devs. Bandai. Any more talk about this or moving on? No, no, I'm, I'm good. You can move on. Tim, Tim so, just suggested it, so I can think it's Tim's yeah, yeah, turn yeah. to okay, the Tim, next Okay, Tim, Tim, take something off of your list because I see that there's not so much red there. I do wanna, I do wanna take Ori and the Will of the Wisps off yeah. yours. Okay. Because I wanna talk about that. Can like I posted the video uh, in the um in the chat that we've got right now. If you play that, are they gonna hear it? Um, I can, I can probably so show it. So it should play from it should play from thirty seconds in. Don't need to show it. Just need to play the music. Okay, everybody, silence, please. Is it playing? One moment. Not playing. Okay. Now. So, uh, no. No. Uh, now. Nope. So, no. Still. Now. Now it's playing. Yeah. Okay. So this game was one of my favorite adventure games. You can hear just from the music that when you're listening to it, like on, on the podcast, uh, and those are on the stream, the music is fucking epic. You can't hear it. Can you hear it? Nope. Now it is. Okay, cool. So it is amazing. The storyline, for those that don't know my stream, it made me cry at least three times. Like, oh my God, it is good. Hey, Buffett. <laughs> I'm just saying we have a very severe lag right now. That's, yeah. That's, 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 it's, that's, it's because it's because it's running 60 FPS than ADB. It's fine. I mean, it's it's um, 
it's just amazing. And the storyline about this one basically is one of the big owls that you you kind of meet in the previous game. Um, that one is um, that one has something happen, and so you meet the next um, protagonist that the wisp um, will then go on a story with. And I think that if it's anything like the original game of, of Ari in the Blind Forest, it is going to be epic, and the music is going to be fantastic. The gameplay was solid on the last one. They made a uh, they made a advanced like uh, a remastered version of it, and then this one is. If there's one thing that Microsoft Studios did, so yeah, that that's that's my that's my two two cents in there, and it's gonna be 4K and it's gonna be fucking epic. I'm oh. I'm, I'm done with that. That's that, my piece. Yeah, I, I needed to I needed to get that in. Let's hope it doesn't lag to shit. 4K. I I hope not. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I think that it'll be a really really solid game, just like the last one. I think it'll be uh, really solid. Yes. Okay. You want to take? Uh, let's take Super Mario because then we can talk about the uh, uh, the one you have on your list and uh, the uh, the Super Mario Rabbits crossover. Uh, before you uh, continue, I I just noticed there was a question in the chat when we oh. were talking about Dragon Ball that hasn't been answered yet. Go on. Uh, where was it? Um... Someone just asked about the deaths of the Dragon Ball game, and I for, I don't see where it is. What the devs? Sykes asked it. Ah, there. Sykes asked it. The new game. Uh, who are the devs? Yeah, who are the devs? Uh, Xeno, Xenoverse was made by Dimps Digital Innovations, and the Dragon Ball Fighter C is actually made by the guys that were doing a Guilty Gear. It's called Arc System Work. If you know the Guilty Gear okay. fighting if series, Arc, if Arc System Works is doing it, it's going to be a badass game. Because they've never, disappointed. in my opinion, disappointed and made a bad game. Okay, I, I have hope solid now. gameplay. Always, I have hope for that game now. Yeah, when I when I take the some of the, if we're talking about Super Mario Odyssey. It's gonna be. I, I think that's gonna be good. If we're talking about the raving rabbits, my um, my housemate Juro, he he was saying um, he likes to look at that game. I, I, did, I personally, did it's XCOM, but it's Mario. It, yeah, but it's XCOM dialed down. Plus, I don't know. It's it's kids XCOM. Yeah, but it's something dearing about it that I just like. It's it's kids XCOM with. Instead of minions, instead of minions, we've got flipping rabbit, raven rabbits. No, <clears throat> I just like uh, for some reason, I Ubisoft and uh, uh, was it Diamond Not or whoever's the fucking I can't remember his name. That one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, I have faith that they can actually pull it off. Plus, the sort of launching your rabbits and destroying cover and so on. Like, yeah, that was XCOM, but uh, I'm interested to see what what the actual story of it is. Like, yeah, how, how did a story? How do they tie the sort of universes collab, uh, bumping into each other? Yeah, it's one of those collabs. X uh, Mario X Raving Rabbits, I guess. 
Wanna talk about the Super Mario Odyssey? Super Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey. All I'm saying about Super Mario Odyssey is there's already rule 34 of that crap. Basically, for those that don't know about Super Mario Odyssey or Rule 34, don't search Rule 34 on the internet unless you're over the age of 18. Now, now that I've got that out of the way, Super Mario Odyssey is basically an open-world adventure game. It's going to be Super Mario, and um, he's back, and he has a really cool hat, just like the ones that, uh, you know, Civ keeps changing from and to. Um, on the uh, one more. On this watching. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so basically the hat has some eyes and a life of its own and it lets you take over other monsters in the game and so you can be Bullet Bill, you can be that Goomba guy, you can be the uh, Hammer Brothers, you can be whatever you want in that sense and it's it's pretty cool, I do like it, I like the artwork style, I like the uh, the levels, the adventure, the whole Princess Peach is taken captive by uh, Bowser, or maybe they've just gone to the castle to do some Again? stuff. Again? No, <laughs> make some cakes or something. I don't know. Buy the cake. Peach Buy the cake. With the, with the guys in the spare time. Go um, karting. And so it's it's one of those one of those really good. It's solid. It looks solid. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a great Mario game. I do like the look of it. I think it's it's gonna be a purchase from me. I, I it's it looks like one of those games that's gonna have a lot of game time. I don't know if it's gonna have a lot of replayability. I don't know if it's gonna have like you can get a hundred and twenty something stars. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think it looks cool. I might need to pick up a Switch. So. I got a Switch recently. It's really good. Okay. Um. I think we should let Tim pick one of the next games because his list yeah, is still his, full. His, his with okay. <laughs> Mole, I'm going to knock two straight off the bat, right? New Pokemon game for the Switch. It's a core game that's coming from Nintendo. That's all we know about it. We don't know any name for it. We don't know any um, any information except for the fact that they're making uh, a core game for the Switch. And I feel like it's Nintendo's um backlash because the internet kind of said oh you just made pokemon sun and moon super or ultra ultra whatever it is um and and it's it's for the 3ds and like when are we getting something for the switch and instead of going for something like um pokemon snap 2 or a new pokemon coliseum game or like uh something like that um they've gone for pokemon um uh, Pokken, sorry, instead, and they've gone for like a new version of Pokken, just like they've gone for a new version of Mario Kart, and that kind of like grinds my gears a little bit because it's one of those things of um, they, it feels like they're resorting to peer pressure by bringing a core game to the to the Switch and not bringing their other games instead, um, which I think like if they brought out Snap Two, people would go fucking wild. They would go insane for that shit. If you was to bring out um if you was to bring out um mystery dungeon uh, a new mystery dungeon game for the switch people go crazy for it and it's just because people on on social media like i, I feel like vented so much about it and now they're just like um on, on now on twitter when you're looking at people talking about the new nintendo switch game everyone's like oh my god i don't have a switch i'm gonna have to buy a switch to play these you know, main core games and it's like you guys were the same people that was complaining about this like yeah, rant, rant. I'm not gonna go on as long as Happy does, but rant done. Like, it's just until we know what's gonna happen with the 3DS and with the, with the extra other games and stuff, and and how Pokemon's gonna play out and stuff. They didn't even bring out a new Smash Brothers. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. 
that part is done. Metro Prime 4 is on the way. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be spiritual. It's going to be everything that I want it to be, just like the old GameCube games. Okay, that's it. That that's that's Nintendo done for me. Speaking Holy of Metro, shit. <laughs> Speaking Jeez, of Metro, fast. <laughs> it, it, you, do you guys want to mention anything about that? I just kind of I just went on a rant there. That that's that I need to, yeah, I need to let that out. I need to spin off some steam. Speaking of Metro, quickly want to uh, you know uh, point out the uh, Metro Exodus. So that oh is looking awesome. The sort of uh, uh, yeah. survival horror shooting. Can't really wait. I uh, can't wait to play that. Looks interesting. Uh, okay, it's been a lot. <clears throat> it's supposed to uh, like we did. We were discussing it uh, on the stream, and it looks like it's gonna be. Uh, I'm guessing a good fifty to a hundred years after uh, Last Light, because uh, it, instead of you know not being uh, able to breathe uh, on the overworld, it's the opposite. You need a mask when you go down to the tunnels. Yeah. So that looking very awesome. Chris, it's anything? Very Durin Logan. Nope. Good in Logan, sorry. Yeah. Tim, wanna take anything off your list more? Yeah, I can I can knock something else off if we're if we're carrying on with mine. Um for anybody this is probably gonna be one that people are gonna go, huh? With. So anybody that might be old enough because they haven't released a new game in a while, search for the game Advanced Wars. <laughs> um a lot of people will remember the Advanced Wars, and a lot of younger people won't know what Advanced Wars is, um, and so they won't know what the hell I'm on about. But Advanced Wars is basically a turn-based, really cartoon game. It kind of went out on the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advanced. The um, style of it was very much like um, Fire Emblem in the sense of once uh, once once units died in the battlefield, they were kind of gone. They didn't they weren't still there. You couldn't re revive them on the same thing. But you could then build more units up from um, having buildings and taking new buildings and stuff like that. And it's really uh, it's really kind of cool um that that they kind of like designed this but the problem is that the um nintendo kind of backed away from it and kind of stopped making those games and it's really disappointing that they um stopped making them because they had like really cool characters in there like um nell and olaf sasha andy was the the main characters and they had like red team blue team green team yellow team and you could play against friends on there and it was just like a really really cool game so um you know it's 15 years old so you don't need to be that cool yeah i guess i guess you don't need to be that old but a lot of people didn't even know about it anyway because it wasn't like a big franchise that like as crazy as like zelda and things like that it wasn't it was um undershadowed or overshadowed a lot by um fire emblem like anyone that ever kind of wanted a fighting game like an army game they would go to command and conquer back then some people still do um for anybody that wanted a strategy game they go to fire emblem and so they kind of got like overcasted so that's where um the game wargroove kicks in now wargroove um is being made by a um indie developer it's going to be on the nintendo switch which means it's going to be online multiplayer people are going to be able to make their own maps and stuff in the game to then uh, submit online just a bit like super mario maker how they have their own maps and stuff that people make this is going to have the same kind of concept to it so it's going to be really cool in the sense that it's going to have that fire emblem slash advanced wars kind of style but then it's also bringing in stuff from um from the mario maker and the fact that people can like bring in their own stuff and make maps as difficult as possible make them as easy as possible uh, you can make multiplayer maps through it you can make it unfair to one team uh things like that so yeah, it's um, it it's gonna be really, really kind of cool. 
um to thingy and it's also being made by um Chucklefish. sorry that's the people that's making it he's the same uh studio um that made stardew valley and risk of rain um and, and games like that starbound is is another one and such so yeah Wargrove. <clears throat> Chris, do you want to finally talk about Shadow? I, I have only one game left, and you have yeah. still five, six on your <laughs> list. So you're going to save your one? I could I'm going to save my one, because I have a lot to say about if, that one. If we're yeah. on the sort of cartoony, uh, quickly want to stop on, uh, an, I think, an Xbox title, uh, Super Lucky's Tale. Very cartoony, very uh, interesting, I think is the right word to use there. Uh, I think it's a 2D platformer or 3D platformer, I can't remember really. Uh, but yeah. I think it's 3D because you can tunnel around. My... <laughs> I, I let him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Sorry? I broke his train of thought. <laughs> Well, he asked the question. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, looking quite interesting. Not really my cup of tea, but... It looks like it might be a good game. Yeah, it, it looks okay. and It's not on the list here, but uh, Cuphead still bullet, uh, the bullet hell. Uh, Old-style looking game. Still looking amazing. If uh, if I, I I need to I need to say this one because I I think that Sibo might be um, listing in on the on this first podcast and if I don't if I don't talk about it then he's um, he's he's gonna get a, a, he's gonna want me to talk about it basically um, life is strange before the storm I want actually yes. talk about this first all yeah <laughs> same here like i'm sorry but that game was so emotional they i i still remember all of life is strange and playing through it blind that was one of the best things about it like everyone on the stream when i was playing it nobody would say anything about it we had mods in blocking people from like giving me spoilers and stuff and i was just playing that thinking oh my god what is happening now what do i do what do like what choice do i pick and like and and then after after i'd beat like a level and then going back and then people all the people telling me like what they did and i was like but how could you do that and i feel like one of the main the main things was a lot of people put um not rachel um i can't remember her name right now my mind's just gone blank sam chloe no not close i think um victoria when she was no not victoria when she was on the bed and she was um when she went back in time and changed past and um her best friend wasn't that the entire point you went back in time yeah but you <laughs> you messed yeah. things up further and so a lot of people like pulled the plug and let her die and i was like how could you let her die even that like, you can't just kill um you can't just kill somebody like, I don't know. And then, like, that just brought a big kind of conversation on that. And I, I really liked that. And I feel like Before the Storm is going to be, like, a really heavenly prelude. It's going to bring in... I know it's Rachel is um, her partner. And um, I feel like having that backstory about it is just going to be amazing. And the fact that it's being released this year in August is is pretty cool. Yep. 
I'm gonna need to play through the first one because I I actually still uh, have haven't had the actual ending spoiled to me. I have one ending, the one where they drive yeah. off in a car, but that that's it. Yeah, there is there is multiple endings. Yeah, that that's the only ending I've had spoiled to me, and I'm three two three four episodes two three four. I have I know nothing about, so I'm actually really happy. <laughs> And it's, it's pretty I need, cool. I need to pick that. Going by that, I have uh, uh, more games. I'm gonna quickly again stop on a few. Uh, God of War. Uh, I'm liking the new uh, uh, setting. It's not uh, a Greek god. It's just a white guy. <laughs> uh, oh, just a too just white. A white guy. Just too, too white. white. Uh, with red tattoos, fucking up some. Norse things. They uh, ran out of guns. The, the little boy. <laughs> uh, just yeah, yeah. Look, look, looking just, good. Just, yeah. Uh, Anthem. We didn't really saw uh, see that uh, that much of it, uh, but from the sort of I, the I, I, about this game. Iron Man suity, uh, flying around a massive world looks fun. I have complete faith in Microsoft fucking up so I'm not gonna get my hopes up for it but yeah, that that also is looking uh, quite awesome shared world action RPG kind of game and uh, Assassin's Creed uh, I like that uh, after 10 years they're going back even further than before and uh, that they're <clears throat> they're sort of they know that they want to be as sort of correct on what they're doing but they're also not afraid to put a lot of game elements into their game. Uh, so, I say with the Assassin's Creed and the Assassin's Origins, six hundred and seventy pounds for their legendary one thousand copies of the game bundle. What the fuck? Like right. you get you get some lithographs or and, and like a statue and some other stuff in that. That is insane. That like. It is actually insane and that's, how much that price that, is. I don't think I've ever seen a collector's edition that high. I mean, someone I have. I have. I, I, S- yeah. Saints Row, I think it was Saints Row 4, uh, had the, the collector's edition that costed one million. And oh you, you, you get a car, you get a private fucking butler, you get everything. Wow. Okay, fair enough. That's probably the biggest no bundle one, for no a game one, No one bought it. Surprise. I can understand why. If if we're talking about the next game, um, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to. This is actually one of the games I wanted to beat this year, and it's on it's on my list that I have um, to to beat, and that's Shadow of the Colossus. I never I all I know is that the game doesn't game. have any like monsters, and it's a PS2 game or whatever it was. It, was it PS2? Yeah, yeah it was PS2. PS2. They remade uh, it for the PS3 and like apparently remaking it again. Yeah, so they they've got like Ico as like part of that same world and the last guardians kind of same world as well with that but then you've got like shadow of the colossus as, as part of that world and, and like you fight big uh bosses it's very like uh yeah, difficult fight, you only have I... like some basic weapons you have to climb them and stuff like that and that's pretty much all i know yeah it, uh... yes and i have the game for ps2 actually it was apparently pretty amazing it's an exceptional yeah. story and the more and more you play it 
you'll feel more and more emotional. I won't say anything apart from that. You'll you'll yeah. feel the emotions. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll, uh, it'll make hard. Cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm really don't looking, looking forward try to, to stay so away I from think, spoilers. I, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna wait till the remake comes out to play it now because now that I know that that is on the way, I I, I think that I'd like to see it in HD for what it is instead of seeing it um, as it was back then because you guys probably had like your nostalgia goggles on and i'm gonna look at it i'm gonna think what the hell is this even even the ps3 version looks pretty good uh you know because uh like how they've done that it's done uh, so well that they're like when climbing the monsters there's no clipping uh and stuff like it's very well made actually so there's no real worry about that so kind of stuff um, I don't know. Wanna wanna go on your geek as with Monster Hunter? Me and Kes will me and Chris will I, shut up for a bit. I mean, I I don't know if I should because I mean we're already at like an hour and twenty something minutes, and we'll go I just over. feel like I I'll talk about Nino Kuni. I'm gonna save that one for last. Nino Kuni was a a really cool game. I didn't. I mean, a lot of people are gonna like it for a storyline. It's made by Studio No Level Seven. Um, but it's got help from Studio Ghibli, I think. Um, and the game itself is basically an anime, but it is a very long anime. And I feel like it doesn't... I, I would I would watch it as an anime. I would watch uh, maybe two seasons, like a 24-episode kind of thing, if it was a, uh, a show. I couldn't keep playing the game because... No. Uh, Every time when I was playing the game, I just felt like I was playing an anime, um, and um, the, like not even a good anime. Like I feel like I was just playing the game to get to the next cutscene, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I wanted the... to know what the story was, like what the story was about and stuff, and <clears throat> I wanted to carry carry on watching it. But it felt like an episode of Dragon Ball Z where I was just powering up my spirit bomb, um, and I was trying to get. <clears throat> allies from everywhere else around around the world to to help me with my spirit bomb so that i could throw it at the next boss and the next uh the next big um wall um of the story to progress further um yeah you, you had to do a lot of grinding loved, in that yeah people loved the game people loved the grinding people loved the leveling they loved the storyline there isn't anything that i think personally that you can hate about it i just don't think the game was for me I feel like the anime would be for me, but not the game. So. Yeah, I, I feel the same way because, like, the main problem I had with it was it had those cutscenes, but it it had them so far and few between. Uh, like, uh, a lot of it was just that text, like, they would come up and you had to read yourself. And I just found myself skipping through most of it and thus skipping through a lot of the story and missing a lot of things. Yeah, and so you got into, like, the next bit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, can't say can't say I did the skipping, but I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Quickly, uh, do you want to talk about Beyond Good and Evil Two? No, or I'm, I'm, I'm leaving that uh, to last. Uh, uh, no, Crackdown Two, uh, looking good. Trailer was fucking exceptional. Uh, <laughs> I, it's Crackdown Three though. No, it's not Crackdown Two. Let's have a look. Who is right? Crackdown. Crackdown 2 was out it's years Crackdown ago. Crackdown 3. Was it Crackdown 3? 
Yeah, Crackdown 3. It's releases 2017. Oh, then... Chris it... 1. <laughs> Zero. I, I just got with that from thinking IGN list and they have it wrong, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess IGN's got it incorrect. Curse you, IGN! Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the tra great. trailer looks fucking amazing. Terry Crews there. Ter Terry Crews is amazing. The he has such good intensity. Uh, yeah. It, it looks like yeah. it's going to be... I, Next time you throw cars! <laughs> so Step up your boom! With that, with that we're, we're down to the last three games that we want to talk about. And Chris and, has been quiet uh, for a while. Chris has been, yeah, for a little bit. So we'll let Chris talk about his game, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to prepare myself mentally because <laughs> I love... Shadow of Mordor and this with the new nemesis system it looks just so amazing to me this time you can recruit the orcs the trolls to your own army that you try to like yeah you you do you do shit like <laughs> every one of the orcs you can recruit or defeat has his own personality of course just like in the previous game they remember if they kill you or you kill them i don't know you you can build your army you can build there's six or seven different tribes of orcs in this game and everyone has their own culture and style of building and banners and totems and the more you deliberate and conquer the fortresses then your own flag and totems will spread throughout the whole mortar, was it? Yeah, I think the whole thing's yeah, mortar, because they added a lot of things, a lot of towns there, like Minas Tirith, and you... I, I, saw, more, I saw the shadow of, of um, the original one, Shadow Mordor, was it? And that yeah. one had so much uh, to it, and it was just solid gameplay. I think the only thing I disliked about it is you could literally just keep rolling to dodge or something like that. Um, yeah, that was yeah. a thing. That was the thing, um, but like I liked the fact that you could kill the commanders in certain ways or anything, and like, yeah, like I feel like they're just gonna be pushing on everything that they did right and making it better. They do, cause they every commander or lieutenant or anything you have to take down, each one has unique traits and effects and vulnerabilities. Like it's not about the guys that showed in the E3, but in the actual presentation that they had. Uh, Bosses that are like extremely vulnerable to fire, then you just grill them around a campfire. It, and the thing is, this time you can actually improve your outfits and weapons, and they actually make a difference on the screen. So your equipment looks different each time you change your your armor, your cape, and the the stuff, the weapons you find have several rarities and they even got their own challenges to improve even further like you can find a dagger that looks completely different and has super stats and if you manage to the unlock requirement is you have to stealth kill a burning enemy then the weapon increases its damage when you fulfill the challenge by 100 additional damage points when you do a stealth kill. So you're always motivated to unlock all the stuff that the weapons can give you to give you an edge in combat. And 
yeah, I really look forward to it, and yeah, I, I, I'm gonna wreak havoc with all my troops. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it sounds like it's gonna be a good game, and and honestly, like I like the idea of being able to recruit extra different races and stuff like that. It, it, it'll be pretty cool to see one orc kind of getting hating on another orc and then just ripping his head open, just popping it straight off kind of thing. I think it's going to be like brutal uh, and you don't kind of see that kind of brutality with uh, the human race that you're going to, you're going to get to like experience war from a different side kind of thing. I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys saw the actual trailer from the presentation, but yeah, I saw a bit of it. The, the Bruce the Warmonger is like the best <laughs> Yeah. Orc I've ever seen in a game when you take control of his mind and tell him you work for the Bright Lord now and then he's like Dark Lord, Bright Lord, as long as I can cure people, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Wait, um is this I love it. Just wanna apologize about the coughing, by the way. I keep I keep forgetting to hit the microphone and viewing oh, it. No I'll get better at that. Uh is this the so set so after the uh, the trilogy of the books, then, because from the trailer it looks like. Yeah, no, it's. I think it's separate. I think it's. I think it's. Um, it's in the same, obviously, same universe, but I think it's like a different kind of part. Yeah, of it. it it is the same universe, they said, but it's like an addition to no, the no, universe no. That, that that actually fit in the happenings of the original books and movies, but it's nothing that directly interferes with it. Like, it oh no, I think. I think you won't meet Gollum like you did in the first game. No, I'm just uh, sort of asking it because I, in the trailer we actually saw like it was uh, very bright and happy. So like after, it looked like uh, after you had defeated the Great Eye and destroyed the ring. Because you're still playing as the ghost who made the ring. But it looked like uh, a new character as well. Or is it still the same old fart you played as in the last it game? Is for, yeah, for, I think it it is the same voice actor, and I'm pretty sure that it's actually the same ghost because the axe that no, they wore it. The ghost, the thing. ghost is same because it's it, it yeah. literally has the same character model. But the sort of the, the human, he's new, isn't it? I that that should actually be the same. Know, maybe they just. It's, I think he looks just a bit different or matured. I have no idea how to describe it, actually. But... Maybe if you have them side by side, they look familiar or similar. Yeah. Anything else? Yep, that's it for me. Yeah, so if you want to talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2 next? Yeah, because you're going to go on for too long otherwise. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil trailer look amazing. <laughs> well, I hope we can play as that monkey. It would make my fucking year. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I touched the original one. I need to replay it again. Uh, maybe it'll be one of the games I replay once I get things set up this site. I can't say I uh, I played the first one. I know that it was very high. I, I know I I know I haven't finished it, but I've uh, I played it. It. I did play the first one, but only to an extent, because there was a dungeon where I absolutely had no clue how to get out of. I just had no idea what to do. There was a boss, and after the boss I was stuck in this machinery, and 
yeah, no exit, no objective. That, that was one thing that really annoyed me when you were inside some stuff that you have no marker, no no signs where you have to go. You're just like, yeah, go in and find out. And I was like, okay, then I can't complete this game. I'm I'm just excited for it because they, they so universe and how they're gonna build up. What I'm guess uh, guessing uh, is sort of the very open levels. It uh, it looks from the trailer at least. It looks very good. So Sykes is saying uh, played and finished the first one back in the day. And to be honest, uh, was um, was not a real big fan of it. I mean, it was uh, fine, but it wasn't as hyped as everyone makes it out to be. Is it, is it one of those things that maybe has um, nostalgic goggles on no, it? No, for sure, for sure. And uh, It does. The fact that uh, people have been fading was 15 years, or almost 15 years, uh, for the sequel, which is actually a prequel. Kind of, I, I was going to say, I heard that it was actually a prequel, not a sequel, so it's kind yeah, of it's, like... A, it's been waiting for... It's Beyond Good and Evil 2! the prequel it's just it's... like life is too strange <laughs> <laughs> it's set like fifth not 50 but it's set some years before uh, the lead of beyond good Evil one is actually born okay so it's, it's a good i'd it's say still it's same, same universe again but same, same universe but a lot earlier yeah yeah, kind of like uh, Final Fantasy VII, the Crisis Core kind of thing. Like it was I, I have no same, idea. same, well, same, same storyline, but it was the pre-events before. Actually, that's um, a good Final point. Where the fuck, where the fuck was Final Fantasy VII, the C three? <laughs> yeah, the remake. Uh-huh. Yeah, where was uh, it? They did, they did do an announcement kind of thing for it. I think. One second, let me have a quick look. Because um, PlayStation would have been all over that. Uh, let's have a quick look. Um, right, tweet three. Sony they, didn't show anything of it though. June tenth to fifteenth. What would uh, what did we see from the last Final Fantasy VII? Uh, we haven't had a quick look. Why we're excited? No, they didn't really mention anything new about it except for the fact that they are going to be keeping it in in dev team. Uh, they did mention just before E three Kingdom Hearts three. Um, I know it's not E three, but I mean they they was. Uh, I mean, they showed a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 and, and when, when eventually that comes out I'm sure my grandchildren will fucking love it but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. you know it's, it's, it's one no, of those things it's not that, that far away be because we, we saw a trailer for it last year at E3 I think they did say that they, they, they've set themselves a deadline on release date I just I feel like it might be um, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 coming in 2054 at some point at some point but yeah, the the final the final game. Shall we move on to? The... I'm gonna Keep go take. Just let me know when you hit and play. On that on that game, on that on that on that video that I sent you. <clears throat> Try not to play it in 1080p or 720. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play it in 360 probably. To keep my internet. In. Yeah, to keep it keep it alive, keep it going. There's a dinosaur. Yeah, it is. It is a dinosaur. That's Monster Hunter World. Okay, let's let's play 4K. You're gonna yeah, don't. <laughs> you, you let me know when you hit and play on that because uh, I need the music to go alongside this. Okay, three, two, one, playing. We're playing. Okay, Monster Hunter World. 
every single person listening to this, every single person that's on Discord, everybody that goes onto my Twitter, you have no excuse not to get this game. PS4 or PC. Shush. PS4 or PC. You don't get this game, get it Nintendo Switch, Monster Hunter XX. Monster Hunter is my favorite all-time series. I can, I can have the same. I will play that game The idea behind Monster Hunter, for those who don't know, is kind of an uh, open-ish kind of world. You get different areas in the old games, so what happens is you fight monsters. But unlike RPGs, there is no health bar, there is no stamina bar, there is, for the enemies that is, there is no way of determining from standard means what there is to uh, uh, kill. Uh, Tim, sorry, you should stop for a second and wait till the video is over because you're barely here. You're really lacking. Okay. Also, we don't see a video anyway. Tim just wanted the fucking music. That's all that matters. That fucking just saying. You can pause it there because that's that's basically it. It's coming out in 2018, just for anybody that knows, you need to get the PC. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's basically a PC game. Uh, it's going to be out on PC. It's going to be out on PS4. So whichever one you get it for, I'll get it for both. So I can just play with everybody. Same with the Nintendo Switch as well. Like, it's going to be one of those games that's epic. You go around, you kill dinosaurs. You don't know how to kill them right when you start off with it. And that is what makes it epic. They're changing the AI to make it even smarter, even more realistic. What what, what dinosaurs do, because right now, basically, every dinosaur has a pattern. And it's, it's not always the exact same pattern. It's randomized. Um, but they still kind of, like, if they're hurt, they're injured, they'll start to hobble on a leg. You can break off their tail. You can break off their, like, their nose piece if they've got, like, some kind of, like, uh, horn or something. If they're a flyer, you can damage their wings. You can stop them from flying. There is so much customization in this game. There is so much kind of, like, um, extra stuff that you can you can craft that you can take their corpse and craft it into your own armor. You might have to kill six or seven of them and cause genocide of a certain dinosaur race, but you can get their armor and look fabulous as fuck. And go like if you kill something that had like breathes fire, you can guarantee that thing is gonna give you fire resistance. And then you go against that lava creature and you kick his ass and then you take him down. And then from that lava creature, you get like some big, hard, molten armor. And you can guarantee that that molten armor that you get is going to stop you from getting beaten the crap out of, of that rhino that's going to ram into you every two seconds. Like everything matters. And the fact that you can play with up to four friends and then one of those guys can be a gunner. One of those guys can be like a, a, like a giant, big ass sword. One of the, um, one of the th- guys can be um, somebody who's got twin daggers and is like jumping around, kicking somebody else's ass. Somebody can have a crossbow. Somebody can have like a gun lance where you've got like this giant lance that you basically stab into them, fire your gun, and then like blast whatever ammo it is that you've got into them. Uh, you can, if you don't like the idea of that, you can go for a hammer. Have a giant hammer. Make it easy, caveman. Just whack them around the head with the hammer. They'll get concussed in no time. I can guarantee it. There is just, and then why are you why are you not just fighting all these big things at the same time? No, because this big boy, this big bad bully boss kind of guy that you've got going on that you're fighting, he's not just there by himself. It's not just you versus him. No, like little Jimmy and his his, his little crew are back. They're back because they couldn't play on the Xbox One for long, so they're back now on the PlayStation Four instead, and they don't have to worry about like like homework time or anything like that. They can now just go on and and like fight. 
um, with with against you and against this like giant kind of thing. Like it is just freaking. Oh my god! I I geekgasm every time I talk about this game. It is going to be so freaking epic. So yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs to buy it. Day one purchase. Please purchase it. I'll love you forever. I won't suck your dick, but it'll be great. I'm I don't right. like Monster Hunter. Pass. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! You will love it. <laughs> Honestly, play it with me. Buy the game. Play oh with god, me. I'm gonna have to play in another game. I can guarantee within a week of playing it with me, you will be hooked. Within a play, uh, within a week of playing with you, you have outleveled me by two hundred times. Chris, I will make you a deal. First, first podcast level limit. Let me level it. TV is radio. I, I will, I will, I will put money on this. I will put money on this. You buy the game, yeah. If you do oh. not like it within a week, I will pay you back the money that you've spent. I want to get in on this deal. You should have said that about Destiny. I'll be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter. Actually, yeah, uh, Destiny 2. Yes or, yes or no? Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Cool. Sure. Awesome. You're in. Maybe. But, but, but for, for PC. For PC. For PC. For PC. I can't afford you as well, Seth. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to hate it or not. I, can, I, will, I will guarantee it for Chris. It depends on the price of the game. I might be able to afford Civ as well, but I, I feel like I don't, I'm not even going to be paying that out anyway. I feel like if you play the game with me and you enjoy the multiplayer aspect of it and you you spend a good couple of hours each day kind of like getting past those beginner quests and you go onto the main, you go onto that main big ass boss kind of guy, like I can guarantee that you'll 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 be loving the game and you won't be wanting to turn around to me and say no you never want you know what I'm never going to play that game again because you will love it I guarantee you will love that game and in podcast fifty or whatever it is by then I will be coming back and saying so Chris what do you think of, of Monster Hunter Week One and you'll be like yeah it's okay we'll and be the charge of that expect more yeah yeah we'll see we'll see. Everyone, everyone in chat right now, and everyone who listens in, you, you, you listen in on this deal, and and you guys, you guys know, you guys know the future. I'm gonna have to get a fucking summer job for you, aren't I? <laughs> so that that's pretty much everything on the on the E3 um, uh, on the uh, recap. Pretty much everything's looking good. There's yeah, few good games, few shit games. Um, most of it is either coming out late this year or early next year, so we can't put pretty much our money down on anything. Thing, but things for sure, I think most of us will be getting uh, the one you just sent uh, stopped about Monster Hunter. Life is strange. Life is strange. I for me for sure Far Cry Five. And if anybody. Please, yeah, go on, go on. And the uh, uh, racing game, so Forza 7, uh, The Crew 2, and uh, Need for Speed. Anyone that's playing, if you want to get PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds, but you don't think you'll have anybody to play with, buy the game, follow uh, myself or uh, Chris or Siv, um, join the Discord. Let, and Robot, yeah. Let us know when you want to play. We always need players. 
always new players for that game. We usually have like two or three people. It's very rare that all four of us are, are free for a game. And we have Deluxe, we have um, Neo when he's, he's free. We, we have a couple of other people that play as well. So like if, if you can get in on that, get on it. It's always fun. I always kill people. Kill yourself. We especially look for a skilled driver. Just putting that out here. I, I need that. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a very good driver. I just need to get my FPS pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If That's... you're playing <laughs> player unknown battlegrounds and want to play with us, you definitely need to take us to PAX. I, I, I got you. At least. I got you. Wow. Had to get that in on there on the first podcast. Yes. <laughs> so. So is yeah, that everything? Uh, that's pretty- that, that's pretty much uh, everything for the for the uh, for the first podcast. Also, and, uh, yeah. If we're speaking, uh, no, we're not finishing it. If we're talking about uh, sort of four-player co-ops and multiplayer games, also, I think quite a few of us have now picked up Payday Two. So yeah, we're pretty much I think all open to that at any point. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'll play it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not carrying it through that one though. You need to. Get somewhere. Hey, don't roll your eyes. I'm level fucking sixty something. You're zero. I'll play it at some point. And you're also played death at some point. Maybe. Yeah, well, you too. Maybe. I'll buy death if Tim buys it. Oh my god. Tim, buy that. No, I need to yes. play another game. Oh yeah, yes. Tim's still not playing games as he should. Ah, oh, bl- fucking beat some free flash game. That counts for down to one game. Beat some free flash game. I just need to beat Destiny. We don't Do have that. to wait to twenty fifty five until you beat fucking Destiny. I'm gonna beat it. I beat um Destiny Dark Below and House of the Wolves. I just need to beat the. Hey, um, hey. Those are all se- those are all separate the... DLCs. Don't those all count? They are, as no, they're, they're games? all DLCs, but they are yeah. they're like. Okay, those so are... like it took me four hours to beat um. To beat the House of Wolves and the Dark Bow, so I count that as one game. And then um, the Taking King, it takes between four and eight hours. And then uh, Rise of Iron apparently takes anywhere from about four to six hours. Yeah, plus so I'm counting main those game. as games because they have different storylines, but it is within the same game. Yeah, but also been in the main game, which is another game. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I've got two games beaten. Okay, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. No one wants to say. So I think I think we should do we should do shoutouts, I guess, for the for the final bit of the uh, for the final bit of the stream. Yeah. Uh, Thanks yeah. for joining the stream, Zikes. Thanks we for, hope you liked it. it. It's been good. Do you have a SoundCloud um, uh, that's going to be up soon? I'm sure that's going to be added in, so people can download this and then listen to it however it is that you want to um you want to listen to it if you've got any recommendations give us on the discord uh what you want to um have it on and i'm sure that we'll be able to sort something out and um put it onto there as well um there's also going to be the um discord it'll be a link on there if anybody needs to find it um that'll be on the level limit tv discord um that we have it on there um the Channels that you uh, you need to follow are in Sips, mine, and Chris's and Happy's channels. So if you're following any one of us, which I'm sure you will be if you listen to this, um, then just go down onto the panels and then just follow those channels to uh, 
to keep in touch with all four of us. It, all of us would be very appreciative if everyone did that because then everyone's getting um, more more people to, to watch channels and stuff. And we are, after all, player one, two, three, four. So it would really beneficial, I think, in, in that sense.